Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 54. I'm Todd, this is AJ. Yo. And you already know we're back. 54 episodes in. And heading for hopefully more. That's right. Future is bright. You didn't say we're back and better than ever. <sighs> you did. <laughs> Just now. And then I say, well... And then I go, oh. And then... There we go. <laughs> hey, what's Real Talk? Real Talk's an opportunity to talk about God, life, the Bible... And everything in between. That's really, right. it's trying to just, um, yeah, just discussing how all those things fit together. And we take questions sometimes and discuss those that you out there give us that maybe you feel uncomfortable sharing in your church mm-hmm. or in a live setting. That's right. Um, but you want a place to get some thoughts on that stuff. So that's what this is about. Up above, you're going to see two links. The first is www.theremnant.live slash real dash talk. Click that link. It's going to pull up a form fillable box. Tippity tap, type in your question or topic, and boom, hit submit, and it goes into our database mm-hmm. of over a thousand questions That's completely right. anonymously. We couldn't find you if we tried. Because we have. And we never can. Be a part so, of the movement. <clears throat> be a part of nice. Be a part of the movement. What's the movement? Real talk. Hey. <laughs> so below that you'll see a link if you want to join us in this ministry and support it financially. It's completely tax deductible and goes directly back into the ministry. At www.theremnant.life slash give, you go to the drop-down box that says, hit the drop-down box, go down to Real Talk, and it will go to that. Boom. Again, join the movement. Nice. (laughs) The second time is more powerful. So, um, we typically like to start our episodes out by discussing how life's been. Cool. So, how's your week been, man? So, I've been reading Genesis. Um, cause I, you know, I think I told you this once and you, you kind of laughed at me, but, um, I have never read through all of Genesis. So I'm I didn't actually, laugh at you for not reading through Genesis. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so ridiculous. Anyway. Um, so, uh, I'm reading through Genesis and, um, one thing that I've realized, you know, cause I think I've, I've hit like, I think I'm on like 26, 27, chapter 26, something like that. So, um, the culture is so interesting then, like then towards the beginning of everything. And, um. I don't know, man. It makes me really thankful for what I have because when I think of, like, you know, the covenants that they had to make with God and all the specifics and everything, I was like, man, like, this was crazy. Um, So part of me is just really thankful for, like, you know, for Jesus, you know, being a part of the time where Jesus came and died for me and knowing that, hey, like, like he's he's sealed inside me with the Holy Spirit. And, like, man, like, that's just what it is. Like, we're saved, right? And, like, the people then, like, the Holy Spirit wasn't around. And like it would just or come it didn't on people. stay on, yeah, right, people permanently. right. It didn't it was around exactly, but yeah. yeah. It didn't stay on permanently, and like that's that's terrifying to me. And like it makes me wonder, like what it makes me wonder what it would be like to like not have it in me all the time, right? Because I we just we've never experienced that, yeah. like and um, so that just that's got me thinking, and it's, it's made me thankful. And in some ways, it's just it's very humbling because I'm like, man, those those people like the other side of it is you know the humbling side of it is. Those people were, you know, they were willing to do all this crazy stuff to make sure that, you know, they were right with God and they wanted to love God. And so then it makes me go like how, you know, sometimes it feels like I have it good, right? Like, oh man, you know, since Jesus died and, you know, I've, you know, confessed my my heart to him that I, you know, it's almost like I have it easy, but I'm not saying it's easy, but like, you know, comparatively, um, it can make me be like, man, like how often do I take that for granted? So... That's kind of what I've been thinking about reading through Genesis because you see all these crazy stories, you know, of, of, you know, people, you know, having to sacrifice their kid or, you know, people having to make these super specific sacrifices with animals, you know, to make the covenants with God and all these things. And it's just like, man, it's wild. 
<laughs> so, I don't know, man. That's just kind of what's been on my mind. Yeah, one of the things that, yeah, I, I get you. It's cool that, you know, Jesus is the fulfillment of the law so that we don't have to do those rituals and things. Mm -hmm. The thing I always love about the covenants, you mentioned the covenants in the Bible. Yeah. Is God always initiates these covenants with us, meaning he comes to us. And what's cool is um, it's always been about faith. All the other stuff may be in there, but it's it's all about, do you trust me? Do you trust me? Mm -hmm. Do you believe in me? Um, you know, going all the way back to Abraham, uh, it was really a, a covenant of faith because Abraham believed God. God said, you know, I'm going to bless you. I'm going, um, you know, your people will number the stars in the sky. Right. And uh, so it's been neat that God really at the end of the day has always wanted us to just trust him. That's right. Put it's, our it's, faith in him. It's always been and the theme of it. So of it all. it's pretty cool. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, man, that's just kind of where I've been at. So I'm in a, I'm in a good place. You know, I'm, I'm really excited. I know that um, we got a lot of fun stuff coming up and I'm just, I don't know. I'm excited. It's good, man. It's an exciting time. You know, we say that a lot on Real Talk. It's it's, it's an exciting time, but it's well, the it's truth. it's been an exciting year. Absolutely. Like, yeah. you know, we're, we've just been, we've been in a, t a period of time where just so much is happening and there's so much growth and just so much, you know, steps being taken that, you know, it's, it can be scary, but it's so, it's so exciting. So, mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah. How's your week been? <sighs> pretty, pretty good. Um, had a rough day yesterday. The thing about what I've realized is so Mondays are my really my one day off, mm -hmm. and um, I used to say Mondays were really tough. Okay, uh, and I do believe some of I spiritual attacks, mm -hmm. um, kind of pouring yourself out the day before. It was just hard, and it was funny because, and it, meaning like my mind would be in kind of dark places, and I'd be down, and all that kind of thing. Well, you for the last few months, Mondays weren't that as bad people mm -hmm. were like hey i know mondays are tough for you and i remember in my mind going actually they're not bad and i even remember having a thought a few months ago of man almost like i'm being lulled into a false confidence <laughs> right well then yesterday that that confidence was taken advantage of because i woke up in the morning and i knew mm, man i don't feel something's off yeah <clears throat> and instead and i kept telling myself i gotta get in the word right away like right away you gotta get in prayer right away and i didn't i prayed but it was like one of those prayers where i kind of didn't really I wasn't really there. Okay. And, man, um, you know, guys, spiritual stuff, spiritual attacks, Ephesians 6 talks about putting on full armor of God, full armor of God all those, those, it's all real stuff. And I was, uh, man, it was tough. I was in a negative mind space. I, I wasn't, I don't want to say I wasn't in control because that seems so, I'm not like blaming, you know, the devil for my actions, but I certainly mm -hmm. think that the thoughts and the focus wasn't in the right place. And so I just was not myself. And um, I had anxiety. You know, I was feeling anxious. I was feeling uh, irritable. Hmm. But not irritable in like the, the – I think that was kind of the danger of it. It wasn't like I'm in a bad mood because I didn't feel in a bad mood. Yeah. Um, so it just led to me living out of some things that aren't me. And it was funny, though. I'm hesitant to even say this because I've mentioned that I never believe anything good happens, you know, where I'm waiting for the next shoe to drop, which yeah. is terrible quality. But even after everything, and I didn't react in certain situations the way I liked to react or that are really me, the full condemnation and fear didn't come like normal, which I'm so thankful for. 
and I've, I've been able to stay, stay to uh, recalibrate and to stay consistent. <clears throat> and even today, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, typically when days like that happen and I do that, it's like I'm anxious the next day, almost right. like I feel guilty and afraid yeah. and, you know, just weird um, interactions with people. And today I've been, I've had some peace. I was actually just talking to Austin earlier. I was with him and I was like, man, it's weird. Like I have this weird calm, even though my situation isn't calm right now. But even, but I'm so messed up in a way, my thoughts sometimes that even when I'm calm in the midst of storms, that makes me nervous. <laughs> like, why am I calm? Yeah. <clears throat> um, because I'm like, I'm afraid that won't last or whatever else. Mm. You know how our minds do weird things. So, um, so that's one thing kind of, kind of both bad and good. So I need to be, you know, an encouragement to you guys. If you ever wake up and you feel the Holy Spirit saying, man, something's off. You need to get, get in the word, be with God, mm. pray, worship, whatever the, you know, you, need, you should do that and take that as serious as you would have. Okay. I'm, I'm, I have a cough. I need to take a cough drop, right? That's like right. I need to deal with this and mm -hmm. I did not And I think God was calling me from the moment I woke up and saying, son, need to come and see me like today is going to be a day and I didn't and uh, so there's a lesson in that the other thing that I've been pondering and we've talked about this in previous episodes is the idea of assumptions okay so <clears throat> I have become aware lately of how often and how we put assumptions on people so let's say what do I mean by assumptions I assume the motive you have for an action you've done. Mm -hmm. And not only do I immediately live out of that assumption, but I put it on you and we put it on each other and we start defending a motive that we never had. So for instance, <clears throat> let's say that you don't show up on time sure. for some, from something we have. Okay. And I go, <clears throat> how many times do we hear people go, instead of just saying, hey, it hurt my feelings that you didn't show up, man. It made me anxious. You know, I just want you... Why don't you don't respect you don't respect my time? You don't care about me. Why don't you respect my time? And, and it's funny because we'll subtly then put it as a an accusation. Why don't you do that? And here's mm -hmm. the thing: we naturally, as humans, start to go, "Yeah, I guess I did." Why? Why don't I respect your time? Mm -hmm. When the truth is, it may have never been that you didn't respect my time. Right. It might have been that you didn't plan well. Mm -hmm. You didn't. Excuse me. You got held up. Whatever. Yeah. And I'm telling you, what has been wild to me is how we put that on everyone. Like it happens – I will see so many conversations hmm. in which the entire conversation is a constant back and forth of accusations, right? Or assumptions, I'm sorry, and yeah, accusations because sure. you're accusing them of right. doing something. So I always used to describe it as though we put each other on the, the witness stand, the defense stand, and they have, we hit – we're forcing the other person to be proven innocent or they're guilty. Right. Not the other way around. <clears throat> I don't know if, if you ever see that around with people. No, dude. I, yes, I do see that. And like it's very interesting because like you said, because I think I've, I've kind of experienced this before. Like when that happens, like you said, like you are instantly trying to defend mm. like something that you may not even like have, have done. done. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's very interesting, you know. So and it causes so much. I think that's a big reason why relationships are so draining and and anxiety causing. Mm -hmm. Because we constantly do that, so we're constantly trying to avoid giving any appearance of doing something wrong. So that makes us anxious too, right? right. So like, instead of I don't want to be late because I don't want to hurt my friend, it's like I don't want to be late because he's gonna think this of me. Mm. Right? Have you ever had that thought? Like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to mess up because they're gonna think this. Yeah. But even that comment is interesting. Somehow what they think becomes reality. Yep. Well, I, if they think that, that must mean it's true. Yes. You know what I mean? Which I think is 
Does that make sense? Yes, and it also paints a really negative image of yourself because then you're not even willing to back up you what you actually really believe in yourself within yeah. yourself. So you're like, it's like you don't even trust yourself. You're like, no, exactly. They are right. And you start putting that on yourself too. Of like, why don't I respect anyone? Or why am I yes. this? And I realized the other day for me, uh, actually this was yesterday. I was in the gym with a guy. Mm -hmm. Austin again, ironically. <laughs> uh, he's been looking out with me. And he was asking, you know, how you doing? And he's like, your, your head's not here. He's like, dude, you, you. and he, hasn't, he doesn't talk to me like that typically. Like he doesn't say that. He's like, hey man, where are you at? Like, what are you talking about? He goes, you just seem like you got a lot going on in your mind. And I hadn't even realized I did. And what I was doing in my head, if I'm completely honest, was defending myself and anxious from all of these various people mm. who are thinking these things of me. And I'm like, well, I've got to get done because I've got to be here. And if I'm not here, I'm not there. And if I'm not there, they're going to think this. And this person's going to think this. And when he said that, I was like, I am living in anxiety of, of things that I know that I'm not doing, but I don't want them to think I'm doing that. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. We're just constantly on, on the defense stand. Yeah, man. So so I noticed that in myself, and it makes me go like try to catch the times I do that to other people. Mm -hmm. And I have tried to be aware of that. So thank the Lord for that reminder because I have tried to go, wait, wait. I didn't mean to put that on you, you know, assume that. Yeah. Because the truth is, why do we do that? Why do we... Because it hurts. Yeah, why do we put the assumptions on people? Right. Because we are scared. Mm -hmm. I don't want it... I, I would rather tell you that you don't respect me than have you maybe randomly go, sorry, man, I don't respect your time, even though you wouldn't say that. Does that right. make sense? Absolutely. So it's it's that old illusion of if I say it first, it doesn't hurt as bad. So that's an area that I think is so interesting. I encourage you guys to think about that for yourselves yeah. and your own relationships. How many times do you go through your day and make someone defend themselves instead of asking questions. Because what I've realized is a true conversation involves asking questions. Mm -hmm. So instead of, you don't respect me, I go, hey man, why were you late? Mm -hmm. And then I accept the reality that you tell me. That's like good. why, why? <laughs> you know, I, it's just, it's a fascinating thing. And yeah. uh, we, we've been trained to be very suspicious of people <laughs> uh, in yeah. general, right? That's like true. I mean, even, <laughs> even in culture. Yes. I, I, how many times I legitimately have had people go, you know this. People come and we're like, man, that's a really nice guy. Yeah, a little too nice. You know? <laughs> so it's it's one of those things that it's tough to... Uh, we live in a constant state of defense, man. Yeah, and I think that's why people, we are probably more disconnected from people. Well, cause, yeah, because it's exhausting. You don't want to do that. No, it's exhausting. So I've, you know how we always talk about social media and stuff has, has created... Um, poor relationships yeah. and it's created a society that's not connected. Well, what if it's the other way around? What if our desire to control relationships <laughs> has led us it's to create us. a false community? Because <laughs> Facebook is safe. Yeah. If I have a relationship with you on Facebook, you can't hurt me. Right. I dictate the terms of the relationship. That's right. Versus. It's a reality that I can control. Bingo. It's a reality that I can go, you know what? If I don't want this to be part of my reality, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, and that goes both ways. I can yep. share with people what I want, or what if I don't want to? Oh, I see that. I don't want to enter into that. Nope. You can just keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Nice. Hashtag keep scrolling. <laughs> so that's it, man. And you know what's funny, too, is when when you – let's take it a step further. So, like, say this is so terrible because um, I, I see this, too. So here's kind of another thought I've had. So okay. let's say – and why Jesus' call for us to forgive is so important. So 
using the same analogy, mm-hmm. let's say you have hurt me. Okay, going back to this, you've been late. Yeah. One time you were late, or I don't know, maybe in the back in the day, you. I'm trying to think of an example. Sure. It's it's actually easier in romantic relationships. Yeah. So say <clears throat> your girlfriend. Yeah. You have a girlfriend, and she <clears throat> lies to you. Yeah. Well, when she's actually hurt you, and she confess, I'm sorry, I lied to you. Please forgive me. You're like I forgive you. But now every time she does something, you assume she's lying and make her defend it. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, nope. And we, and we, and we, here's the creepy thing as believers. We're like, hey, this is part of the consequences. You lied to me. You're a liar. That's right. So now you have to go above and beyond to prove to me that you didn't lie. Right. And that's not full forgiveness. No, exactly. Yeah. And, and there are people out there that are going to twist this and go, well, hey, you don't have to be back in a normal relationship and when you forgive. That's true. Yeah. But if you're deciding to be in the relationship, this is the way I always put it. You absolutely don't have to be in relationship with them again, though Jesus is with us all the time. You can right. forgive and not be in relationship with them. However, here's what you can't do. You can't um, be in relationship with them and not forgive. That's right. See what I'm saying? You can't say you forgive, stay in this relationship, whether it's romantic or otherwise, and then Punish them for the next 20 years. Nope. Because that's sinful. That's and then all sinful. of a sudden you're justifying your sin <clears throat> by their sin. And so that's, that's not that's, how the kingdom well, works. Jesus. Yeah. And, and, I, and I've done this and do this and we all do. And I think – so then that anxiety <clears> – <throat> so then let's say your girlfriend, she feels like she deserves it. Mm-hmm. So her entire life is lived in anxiety because she's like, well – That's right. I just, I'm just getting what I deserve. Yeah. So then she starts – like even when she's not lying, she has to also be afraid of the appearance of lying. Do you see what I mean? And that's so much. That's, yeah. That's you can't control other people's actions. No. <laughs> <clears throat> so because what if somebody came up to you, not even her, and said, hey, she lied to you about this. Well, now she's scared because you haven't really forgiven her and anybody at any point can destroy the relationship that's by right. just telling you something. Mm. So that it goes Dude, back to kind of the idea of real forgiveness, man. It's exactly. so radical. That's literally what I was thinking of was real forgiveness, like true forgiveness. Like it's unbelievable. Yes, because true forgiveness, like you said, it truly doesn't it doesn't keep any record of wrong, all these things. And yep. you're just lying to yourself if you think you're actually forgiving people. Cause and you're that, keeping and a record exactly. of wrong. Exactly. Because yeah. at that point you're you're putting chains on people and you're not giving them any way to take them off. And that's exactly what the Pharisees did. It's true. It's Pharisaical. And I don't. Th- and here's the thing: you're absolutely right. I don't think that people intend. I don't no. think. I don't think everyone is going. I because did the Pharisees really intend? Did they? Did they really think they were doing wrong? No. Well, yeah. Who knows their hearts? But mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're even good intentioned people that right. have twisted what it is to forgive, and in their mind, they're just hurt. <clears throat> because I'm telling you, like forgiveness involves your decision, but it also involves the Holy Spirit enabling you to do it. Right? Like, if love is patient, love is kind, love keeps no record of wrongs, it's attributed, it's in the same chapter, in the same section talking about spiritual gifts. It's impossible to love that way, that agape love without God, mm-hmm. without the Holy Spirit. You need God's help. So how right. often do we offer forgiveness and then pray for ourselves to help, Lord, help me forgive? Right? So if I forgive you, I think the next step should be, okay, I've made that choice. Now I've got to go, Lord, help me to truly forgive him. That's so good, man. People that's <clears throat> people tend to forget to do that kind of thing. I mean, I do. Me too. I don't. We think that the, the action is it. And it's like, man, the, right. the radical call to love and forgive mm-hmm. is... We forget that the Father is there to help guide us through what we want to do. Yeah. And if we want to do what is right, that is be like Jesus. And being like Jesus is going to require a lot of prayer. So... <laughs> yeah, it's impossible to love that way 
without God. Mm. I mean, it just is. Yeah, you're right. Fully, right? Love is yeah, patient. Can't do it alone. No, Absolutely not. So I don't know. Just some thoughts I had. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, that's good. <clears throat> kind of where I was at. Yeah, that was fantastic. So I have lived in a lot of that, man. Me too. I'm one of those guys that I already self punish. Mm-hmm. You know, we both do this. Yes. We, we hate our we hate ourselves sometimes for things we've done. Yep. So then here's what's deep, man. You ready? Sometimes because we punish ourselves and hate ourselves, we allow others to continue to punish us because we think we deserve it. That's right. That's, yeah, that's I know I do that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> you know, and I don't, I don't know. That, that's, it's not, yeah, it's such a, I don't even want to say it's a fine line because it's not necessarily a fine line. It's just, it's so difficult to find that worth mm. when, especially when you're living this way. When you're living the way, like like you said, like the way we do sometimes where we, or we don't, it's like we don't allow ourselves to take the chains off. Like, there might even be people out there who are like, yeah, like that chain is not, it, it, you can take it off. Like, I forgive you for real. And then we're like, nah. <laughs> like, mm. I keep it there because I don't, I don't forgive myself. Mm. No, no. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's interesting. Sometimes we, oof, that's good. Yeah. Sometimes I just hold on to that chain because yes. frankly, I think I deserve it. Mm-hmm. Or that weight. Mm-hmm. All right, I got a couple of, uh, Questions here that were sent in. We didn't get them on a card today. Our apologies. I'm not just ignoring him and texting people. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> actually, <clears throat> excuse me, man. Uh, one question, two topics. Okay. So a question, we'll see what we get to. How are we doing on time, intern? You'll give me a symbol here. That, no idea what that means. He's, uh, he's going, we're good. Okay. <laughs> Our long-term, i.e. years, goals, a bad idea since we don't plan our lives... And ultimately, God does. So essentially, is it bad to have long-term goals like years in advance, mm-hmm. knowing that at the end of the day, we don't really control anything? Here's what's interesting <clears throat> is I think of God universe knows you better than yourself, and he already knows what you're going to do. Mm. So he already knows about these long-term goals. It's just you got to make that decision. It's good. Yeah, I don't think long-term goals are bad. Here's Absolutely. where I get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a goal-driven guy. You know yes. this. Um, I think that it's wrong to be obsessed. This is like a thin line. Okay. Yeah. So when Jesus said in Matthew, he talks about like, listen, don't worry about leaving Matthew, but worry about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow take care of itself. Today has enough issues of its own. He wasn't saying don't ever think, but he's saying you don't control anything. Mm-hmm. He also gives a parable about the rich guy who's like, Hey, I'm going to chill now, save all my money. It doesn't matter. And then he goes, listen, you're about to die tonight. The idea is. Don't live so far in the future that you're not following Jesus in the now, right? Um, so, like, it's good to have goals. What I see and where it becomes bad is, and people need to admit this to themselves, some people are constantly anxious about things they absolutely have no control of like a year from now, okay? So, this happens in um, – <laughs> I have a, a good friend. and She's watching. She'll know who she is. She's constantly worried about – her, her career future mm-hmm. as if somehow worrying is going to make it work out. Right. Think about that. Now I'm a worrier. Sometimes we think that if we worry enough about what am I going to do? Am I going to have enough money? That will somehow make it to where we will be okay. Right. Is that, it goes back to punishing. It's almost yes. like if I, if I worry about this enough and punish myself and live in anxiety, then maybe God will have mercy on me and this will work out. <sighs> and the truth is like, that's such a twisted logic. Yes. And I don't think, so it's not wrong to have goals. Absolutely. And I love what you said. You said, here, he knows they're there. It's not bad to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to re- – the way we say it is like control what you can control and yeah. leave the rest up to God. Mm. 
I mean, the truth is control what you can control. So control every, you know, say I have a goal. I used to have a goal. Um, an example, when I worked in the bank, I worked at a credit union. Yeah. I literally came in and said in six months, I'm going to be a, a manager, branch yeah. manager. Right. That's a goal. So every day I approached it that way. I, so what did that look like? Um, I did it. You know, I tried to do the best job I could. Yep. I Once I turned it on, I, I killed it in sales because I wanted to get noticed. When there were – I remember they had an opening for branch manager. I'd been there a month and it was like, I want to interview for it. People were like, you don't, you've only been here a month. I was like, I don't care. And I didn't get that first one, but I interviewed for it. And then they would go, well, I really like you. And remember the next time. I do every step along the way that I could. Mm-hmm. And eventually I got it. That's right. Here's the thing though. Here's what would have been dumb. I get the job and I'm like, oh, man, I wonder if I'll be a branch manager. What if I'm not a branch manager? What if I stay here for six months and I'm, I'm in the same position? What if maybe I should start looking for other things? Like, do you see yes, what I mean? That, like, that's that's not to. moving toward a goal anyway. No. That's just being paralyzed yeah. by possibilities. That's putting a chain yeah. on yourself. So, <laughs> hopefully that makes sense. Moving on. I'm very verbose. Good word. Thank you. I, read, I used to read. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Um, topic. The topic is scheduling, planning, grinding. And then it says anxiety around the world's expectations to constantly be on to the next thing. Hmm. <clears throat> okay, with scheduling. Um scheduling. Scheduling, planning, grinding. It's like this idea that like the the way to the way to attack the world is to never be content, always be looking on to the next thing. We gotta be moving, grinding, right. you know, all that. Which by the way, I'm a big fan of like, grinding. I said this to you earlier when I read the questions, <laughs> like, well, this person knows me because I use that <laughs> phrase all the time. Um, <clears throat> and this it's this kind of relates to the previous question we just kind of answered in a way. Like, I think it's great. I think scheduling, planning, grinding, all those things, working hard, like that's great. Um, as long as that's if that's the only thing you're doing though, and and it takes over your life, then that's when it becomes a bad thing. You know, I think it kind of goes back to that first question. Exactly. Like, like, like there's that balance, right? Like, are you in the moment? Are you or are you just bulldozing and you don't? You're not even looking where you're going. You know, cause, that's good. Cause, I, I like cause, that. You know, sometimes, you know, bulldozing is required to make something great. But if you're not following the instructions, then what are you doing? Mm. You know, you're just you're you're hitting things. You're you know, you're, it's not level. All these things like you start putting things out of balance and that's when things can get real messy. So I think, you know, I think it's good. Absolutely. To have that drive and be grinding and all these things on the next one. But man, don't be so you know, ready to be on to the next thing that you're not enjoying what you're, what you're currently paving, you know, That's because, because you might get to the end, you know, you might get to the end and look back at what you paved and not even remember what you did because mm-hmm. what were you even aiming for? You don't even remember, you know? Yeah, man. That's so good. Yeah. Um, but also on the, on the other spectrum is don't be, you know, so scared to grind or to schedule and actually get life a little organized that you just sit and do nothing yeah. because you don't want that either. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I agree with most of the stuff you said. It's, yeah. It kind of attaches to the um, that first question or connects with it mm-hmm. um, when we talk about like – I like what you said. Don't be – bulldozing everything in your way mm-hmm. in your attempt to get where you're going to go. That's right. I'm actually looking up. I want to read that actual scripture because mm-hmm. um, there we go. Oh, that was close-ish. <laughs> so, Matthew. Uh, yeah, Matthew chapter 6 starting at verse 5 says, 
And he actually calls this the cure for anxiety is the heading in this, not Jesus. But it's, this is why I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than the food and the body more than the clothing? Mm. Look at the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? Can any of you, can any of you add a single cubit to his height by worrying? Be like a millimeter, right? Right. And why do you worry about clothes? Learn how the wildflowers of the field glow, grow, not glow. They don't labor or spin thread. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was adorned like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, won't he do so much more for you, you of little faith? So don't worry, saying, what shall we eat or what we drink or what we wear? For the idolaters seek all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Man, that's good. And I love that, because here's the deal. It's, all, it's cool to grind. Yes. I'm all about that, goals, moving forward. But the, the thing you need to do first and foremost is ready. grind for the kingdom, man. Like yeah. in the midst of all that, making sure that you are seeking God's will and trusting that he's going to take care of it. That's right. So I like what you That's said. That's good, man. That's really good. Moving on. I think we got one more and then we're done for the day. All right. Good Topic job, again. Jobs, careers, etc. that the world respects and the pressure to achieve. Hmm. Um... So this makes me think of, like, the American dream, right? So you think of, you know, a guy, you know, wouldn't raise that family, white picket fence family, which isn't a bad thing. You no. Know, with, like, you know, the CEO position. You know, or you think of, like, the guys and, you know, the stockbrokers, mm -hmm. you know, all those kind of dudes. Yeah. Um, you know, you think of those kind of jobs and, like, you know, they're so respected or, you know, you think of, you know, or the dreamers, right? You got you got the, the American dream, you know, family man, then you also got the dreamers, right? So you got, like, you know, the actors, the athletes, you know, all the professionals out there. Um, you know, I guess I would put those as like, you know, when you think of like American culture, you think of that, right? Mm -hmm. You get the person with that, that dream of becoming this and they work their way up and they grind and they make it there. Or you think of, well, I guess it's a similar path, but you know, then you go into like the business aspect of the CEOs, all this stuff, Wall Street, you know, um, and people look at those and they go, yeah, it, they tend to respect those people more. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's because they view them as, as special, and this is funny because I, I was actually convicted on one of these episodes because we were talking about this, and I was talking about man, people are special, you know. But and you were like, no, like like they just they're, they're working hard, and like you can do that too. And it, you know, this is to uh, side with you on this is like, you know, those people aren't necessarily special. They just they're just going for it. You know, they're actually putting in the effort because they want it. You know, people don't tend to ask themselves how bad they want something. So when it comes to stuff like this, like you know respect of a position and all these things like those people are not necessarily special they just worked hard to get there and with that does come respect you know i think people tend to notice that. oh that's good because they know that what it took to get there is exactly. worth that respect yes yeah you know that's and, good and people tend to see that um as now as far as i mean if they were just wanted us to talk about this right there was no like yeah this reminds me of a quote from braveheart nice <laughs> actually but it kind of goes with what you said he goes people don't respect titles they respect courage so in a weird way even in a ceo and stuff is it the, is it those three letters they respect no it's what those three letters represented mm -hmm. which is a mixture of talent hard work um you know getting stuff done right, that we dedication. all recognize and goes that's a person to be 
not trifled with, right? Mm-hmm. To be respected. And the thing is, there's Christian CEOs and stuff. Absolutely. But here's the thing. What if there were only CEOs in the world? Who would they direct? It'd be bad. What if you didn't have people that picked up the trash? What if you didn't have people that served food at McDonald's? What if you didn't have people that, um, I don't know, like picked up dog feces at a park? You know, no, all those types real. of things, man, that yes. we take for granted. Absolutely. You know, at the end of the day, uh, I, God's not going to go, hey, you, Christian CEO, you made meant more to me than you, lady who was a mom her whole life and was – didn't have a job, mm-hmm. but raised a godly family and was a godly woman. Like right. that, God doesn't see that. God, in fact, the Bible says God doesn't judge man on outward appearances by by the heart. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's kind of twisted because when we want those titles so much, right? The pressure to to achieve more, meaning those titles, we we kind of like are skipping what makes us respect that title in the first place. Right. If somebody goes straight from college to CEO and we find that out, we're like, well, great. What do we even say? People go, wow, they were born into that. Yep. Look at those people. Silver spoon in the mouth. But it's like the, the it's, it's how the people of character that get there and stuff. So yeah, is there certainly, I've told you this going back to the bank. I remember when I worked at the bank, this is actually kind of powerful. I was, I started as what was called like a float position. I know it sounds so ridiculous. And what that meant is I went from branch to branch. Doing a like bunch of stuff. Different. Like I would, sometimes I'd just be on the teller line, but I also opened accounts and all this stuff. Depends. Yep. And dude, I remember being a little like, this sounds terrible. Like at knowing who I was and my goals and what people expected of me, right? Mm-hmm. From my hometown, that I would be more than that. Well, I was, would be more than that. If I was just a teller, even though I didn't look down on it, I just knew other people would look down on me because of what their expectations of me were. Mm-hmm. So I was in a place in my, one of the small towns that I grew up in, like in my home area. This was only like, what, four years ago? Mm-hmm. I had a lady come up. She goes, Todd. I'm like, hey, you. And it ended up being a mom of one of my friends. And I was like, oh, how's he doing? She goes, oh, great. He's an architect in England. He's living in England. And I'm like, I'm like oh, here's your 20. And then, which I didn't think of. She's like, so, uh. Are you kind of just doing this as a side gig until you get your, like she said, and it wasn't arrogant or mean, but it was so deflating. It was like, because right. in her mind, me just being that was no, could not be the end like, goal. There's no possibility that even being a thing. Yeah. Right. But what about, what does that say about the lady who'd been doing that for 25 years? Like hers wasn't important. Like, right. And I remember walking away going, dang, dude. Like, That's right. I'm feeling bad about myself when the truth is I made a lot of impact when I was that you know, in that position because you interact with people on a daily basis. Dude, and that's why Christ and God is so important because it literally everything you do, like he gives you purpose for everything you do. Ooh, that's and you good. talk about crowns, man. Like people are like, people looking at the crowns of the world, like crowns in this world mean nothing to the kingdom. Yeah. You know? Because these are, ju- those are going <clears> to <throat> perish, right? Scripture exactly. says, you spend so much time gathering treasure that's going to rot. Why don't you gather treasure in exactly. heaven? Exactly. And, yeah. and when it, even when it comes to the body of Christ, if we were all CEOs in the body of Christ, we, we wouldn't function. It wouldn't work. Wouldn't work it at all. all relates. Like, so it's really good, man. Yeah, good topic. Good good stuff to discuss. But I mean, I think it's things we all wrestle with. And Absolutely. again, it doesn't mean that being successful is bad, mm-hmm. right? You know, I think of Tim Tebow. That guy's been like, you know, with success sometimes comes a bigger platform. Yep. So he's a guy that's made a lot of difference for Christ. Um, you know, people that are politicians, people that are mm-hmm. CEOs. And, you know, there is something beautiful of someone who stays humble when they're given a position of honor Absolutely. and follows Jesus. So there's nothing wrong with that. It's just there's also nothing wrong. And don't let anyone make you feel like you're less than because you're pursuing a life or a career that may be, you know, like a missionary. 
Is a missionary less important, missionary in Africa less important than a bank manager? Nope. But if you look at it on paper, most people go, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why a lot of people, by the way, I'll stop after this, but are very discontent in their life because they're like, oh, okay, I made it. I remember thinking that when I finally got this position and people, now there's more to it than that, but I remember going, now what? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what do I aim for now? Like, yeah, that's right. It's, um, so anyway, yeah. Great, great topics and questions, whoever sent those in. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Thank you. Hey, you got anything great. you want to say to him? Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Oh, man, episode 54 is so surreal. You know, every week, you know, number goes up higher and higher. It's just, it's freaky. You know, That's I can't believe we've already made it over. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, um, I just appreciate you guys so much, you know. You guys have been just supporting us so well. You know, it's, it's honestly mind-boggling, you know. Numbers are up, and that's because of you guys. You guys' faithfulness to just watching us at twice a week, every week, and that's just, um, man, I would have never thought I'd be part of it. So you guys have blessed me in so many ways, and uh, I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Yep, I echo that. Thank you guys a lot. And remember, let's have a dialogue. Feel free to drop some comments below. We see those. want to interact with them. Sometimes we even mention them in the next week's episode. That's so right. this is an ongoing conversation that can happen even in the threads below. Or you can continue to shoot comments to us via the link, www.theremnant.live/real-talk. Uh, this Thursday, we'll be going live on Facebook, Lord willing, uh, at 9 p.m. for some fun, uh, some real talk, etc. That's, right? right, that's right. So, where the talk is real and the entertainment is cheap. Boom. So, I think this week we're returning to eating hot stuff, oh, man. which my stomach isn't excited for. I mean, but we are either. willing to do that for you. So, that's hopefully, right. you tune in. Hey, if this video blessed you in any way, I got you thinking or encouraged you or whatever else it is in a positive way. Would you do us a favor? Would you like and possibly even consider sharing this video? Yes. And uh, if you share, maybe even putting at the top, you know, people interact when you say, hey, enjoyed this part. You should read this, you know, listen to this section. People right. respond to that. The more shares and likes that go out there, the more people we reach. That's right. If you haven't liked our page, we would love it so much if you take a second to go to the Remnant Church, hit like, follow, and see first. Um, be a part of the movement, That's like right. you said. We're Keep trying up to, to bring, date with us. Yeah, we're trying to bring some positivity out there. That's right. Other than that, guys, uh, the link is open 24-7, 365. Yep. I think that's about it. So we thank you so much for all you do. Um, we thank you for joining us every single week. Uh, we really couldn't do this without you, and we just consider you a part of our family. So have a great day, and truly, God bless you.